Jesus House in Pursuit of God Discovering Purpose Maximizing Potential Impacting Lives This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London God bless you gentlemen it's very easy as you've already heard to miss the reason we're here and my base verse this morning is a very short one and it's a verse taken from Luke 1 verse 37 and it was what the angel said to Mary and it serves as the hinge pin for everything we're talking about. And the angel says the following, For with God, nothing shall be impossible. The reason this is the hinge pin is Jesus Christ, when we look at him and everything he is, we realize that he is a fulfilled promise the fulfilled promise an almighty god spoke when we needed him the most that this is what i will do and ladies and gentlemen i want you to realize that as we pause to acknowledge to celebrate and remember the promise that jesus is when he arrived as you've heard as a child we realize a promise changes our lives remarkably. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to please remember of these few things. And the first one is this. Promises, ladies and gentlemen, are always founded on speech. Promises are spoken. And we realize to Mary a promise was spoken. The angel said, this is what will happen. And the beautiful thing about her response that you find in Luke 1.38 is as follows. And the Bible says, and Mary said, behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word and the angel departed from her and the bible says everything god said happened ladies and gentlemen as you celebrate today i want you to realize god has given you his word and his word enables you to function just like him irrespective of your circumstances we realize that when jesus arrived when jesus came you have the ability to speak and it will be done just like it was that day the second thing i want you to remember ladies and gentlemen is this promises are god's problem solvers when the lord sent jesus 
he solved humanity's problems bar none. There is no human malady that is not solved in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To give you context, and you can hold on to this as a reference, Revelations chapter 5 verse 12 is actually key. And the Bible says the following. The Bible says, saying with a loud voice, worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Ladies and gentlemen, please hear me well. Jesus' arrival marked the end of that which ails or challenges you. And I want you to realize the promises that God has given you means there is a solution to whatsoever you are facing. That's why we celebrate. That's why we sing. That's why we hold on to that. Because God has already done it. Three. What do we notice about this day? Belief, please write this down if you are taking notes. Belief is the key ingredient for the promises of God to come to pass. When the angel said to Mary, this is what's going to happen. All she did was believe. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the difference that Jesus makes. That that which is essential for God to cross from where he is into your life has been given to you through Jesus Christ. Jesus put it this way, in a way more eloquent than I could put it. And he said it this, he said thus, and Jesus answering said unto them, have faith in God, have the God kind of faith. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Ladies and gentlemen, please understand, Jesus' arrival is the most prophesied arrival on the planet. God said when it was darkest, this is what I'm going to do. And he did it in exactly that manner. Please hear me. Somebody in here, someone in the wide far flung of the internet, far flung, online needs to realize that when you speak God's word, God will go to work on your behalf. When you speak God's word, hear me well, there's no problem, challenge, or situation that you face because of what Jesus has done, who he is and what he is to you. Hear me well. The process will begin and will complete and nothing will be able to stop it. I want you to realize, ladies and gentlemen, that a promise is the only way out you need. 
when the angel gives Mary a promise that this is what's going to happen to you. This is the path you're going to walk. There are details that her mind must have gone crazy about. And the Lord took care of every single one. When God gives you a promise, and this is the beauty of Luke 1 verse 37. The Bible says very clearly, for with God, that means anything that God says, nothing shall be impossible. No word, no prophecy, no promise, no assurance will come into your world without the ability to bring itself to pass. Mary receives what the angel said. And yet the details were not worked out. So God worked out the details. Mary speaks to Joseph and Joseph steps in front of her. And she finds safety. They find themselves on their way to be, to be taxed and to be listed. The Lord tells them, you're going on a long journey and you have to go now. So he sends wise men with enough resources to put them in safety so that the word may continue. May I say this to somebody in here? Simply because the word has arrived. Simply because God has said that which he has promised to you, the details will be worked out. He will ensure that what he said will come to pass. Ladies and gentlemen, Please keep this in mind. Number five, persistence comes from ownership. I want you to hold on to the word that God has given you. I want you to hold on to the promise that God has given you. Why? Please understand, this is what happened when Jesus arrived. Because the Bible says, for all the promises of God, 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20, in him are yea and in him are men. What are you celebrating? God has promised you something. And he said, at my expense, I will bring it to pass. Therefore, you can fight for what you know is yours. You can keep going one more day. You can keep saying what God wants you to say. You can keep believing because you know for a fact that God is faithful and he will not let you down. Please keep this in mind. Hold on to the promises God has given you. <laughs> Number six, ladies and gentlemen, please hold on to this. Promises have triggers. Promises start from actions, words, and thoughts. For Mary, the only trigger necessary was to believe what the angel said. The rest they say is history. Hear me well. This Christmas, this season, in this season that everybody says is dark, light will rise on your behalf because God will give you a trigger. He will cause you to do something that everything else will come to pass and nothing will be able to stop it. Please understand Jesus' arrival was the most announced arrival. If they could not stop him, they cannot stop you. It's not the Bible. Seven. Holding on to a promise will lead you down a path that is unusual. I know that. 
Everybody else might be going a different way. Mary finds herself from a normal teenage life. Now she's walking a path that is unusual. Let me say this to somebody who's holding on to a promise and it feels like you're all alone. The Bible says in Psalm 23, when you walk with God, verse 4 says, the Lord will be with you. The path might be unusual, but the almighty God that led you is not panicked at all as he did it for Mary as he ensured that the baby became the man as he ensured that the man became the savior so will he ensure his word comes to pass for you For those of you ladies and gentlemen are wondering that when will you see God come into your world? The greatest proof is the simple fact that you believe. When you accept God's word as true, with or without evidence, the rest, they say, will be history. And ladies and gentlemen, notice everybody in here and everybody that I cannot see physically you can believe and belief is the proof that what God said albeit invisible is realer than the ground under your feet hold on it is all about to turn. And ladies and gentlemen, the last thing I want you to remember is this. Promises invariably lead us to a place where we live without fear. Tomorrow might be scary. What you're facing might be scary. The prospects might be scary. But the promise that God has given you, and his name is Jesus Christ, present to us the ability to live without fear. Ladies and gentlemen, you'll notice this to be true. And this is where... I close. Hebrews 4, verse 12, says the following. For the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow. It is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Verse 13. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight but all things are naked and open unto the eyes with whom we have to give account but because of Jesus Christ let me keep reading seeing then that we have a great high priest 
that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Ladies and gentlemen, verse 16 says you can now live without fear. The Bible says, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. The greatest fear that is taken away is our fear of coming to God as we are. No longer are we afraid to come to an almighty, holy God because of Jesus Christ. And ladies and gentlemen, again, it would be remiss of me if I didn't offer you the opportunity to meet that God. What is today all about? That things have changed. Jesus put it this way. He said, if you believe in me, then I will make an exchange. If you believe that I am who I say I am, that I died for you and rose again for your justification. And if you believe that, just like Mary's making a simple statement, wherever you are in the world, ladies and gentlemen, this is the one thing you must realize. There's no fear anymore. You can come to God as you are. And because of Jesus, things will change to the way they should be. It may take time, but it will happen. And this is what Jesus said. He said, if you believe in me, then the reason I came will become yours. And he calls that saved, separated, and removed from harm. And ladies and gentlemen, if you do not know him, in the next 30 seconds, then I ask you to, just like Mary, believe and say, Jesus, I believe you. Come into my life and be Lord of my life. And he will then take care of the details. He will then enable God's plans and purposes to come to pass. He will then move you to a place where you realize what is promised will become a reality. But most of all, from this day forward, you'll know you're saved because you will no longer be afraid of God or of tomorrow. And ladies and gentlemen, if that's you, we join our faith with yours and we say, Amen. I will close with this. For those in here believing God for something, Christmas is a reassurance that there is no promise that God makes to you that he will not keep. And so if you're believing God for something, wherever you are, in your hotel room, if you're, be it in Marrakesh, Lagos, New York, London, wherever you are, if you are believing God for something, just lift your hands like this and let's join our faith together.
And I pray very simply that as the Lord did it at Christmas, may that which he has spoken over your life, may this mark the turning point. May you realize that God has not forgotten you. Your darkness will become light and God will do as he has promised. And we ask it in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. And everybody said, and everybody said, ladies and gentlemen, Merry Christmas.